Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself depending on the subject matter and your needs. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. My heart goes out to any parent who has a child no longer walking on planet Earth. And thankfully, there are some great organizations like Forever Family and HelpingParentsHeal.org that are there that embrace the reality of the afterlife and give grief support. Our guest today is Dave Kane, who's the father of Nicholas O'Neill, who at the age of 18 was the youngest victim of one of the largest nightclub fires in the United States. A hundred people lost their lives in Rhode Island. Dave is the author of 41 Signs of Hope and knows that his son, Nikki, goes on. Dave is a performer, comedian, and longtime radio talk show host. Welcome, Dave Kane. Boy, this is great, Sandra. You made me want to read the book. Well, that's what I try to do. That's my job. (laughs) Good morning. Good good morning. And I know we haven't met, and I know we're not too many miles away. We're both in the... Currently in the same state of Rhode Island in the United yeah, States. Yeah, Rhode Island, right. That's right. That's right. So, Dave, tell us a little bit about you and your story. And well, about- uh, the the bio. First of all, the bio you got. I got to change it because it's fifty years now in talk radio. That's how old I am. Well, I, I you know, I've been a performer, as you said, etc. And uh, my son Nikki uh, was also a performer. This is a kid who who took four guitar lessons and wrote fifty songs. Wow. Uh, he he wrote a play a year before he died called They Walk Among Us. The play is about teenagers who die and come back as angels. The name of the book, 41 Signs of Hope, is based on Nikki's number 41. You know, we all have lucky numbers, right? right. I mean, they're numbers that would mean something to us, have a significance of some kind. Well, Nikki's was 41, but it had no significance to him that he understood. Uh, we looked it up with numerology and we tried to find out what this was all about. And we couldn't really seem to make a connection. Well, when Nikki passed, he was 18 and 23 days, 41. The station nightclub where the fire happened is at latitude 41.41. The fire call box at the station was 4414. And on the cover of my book is a sketch of Nikki from a videotape we found a year after he passed. A friend of mine did the sketch from the videotape. On the tape, uh, my wife is holding him. He's about four months old. And he has a little baseball uniform on. And the number on the cap is 41. And it continues and continues. Now, beginning the day after the fire, we got our first sign. And it just piled from there. Wow. Can you take us back a little bit? I, I don't want to rehash sure. tough territory. No, no, a lot of people hearing this show were joined by grief. And it's awful to go through. Of course it is. But 
on the other side of it and doing what you are now. Service, being of service and helping people is important. If you don't well, mind well, taking us back a little bit. Yes, sure. Nikki had a had a band and uh, his band had appeared uh, at this club in, on New Year's and his band was supposed to open for the for the band Great White right. uh, on Friday night. And Nikki went on Thursday. Now, this was a, a little restaurant it used to be called Pete Barillo's when it was first built. And the capacity was 60 people. When the fire happened, there were over 400 people in that club. Wow. Of course, totally illegally. The right. fire marshal fudged numbers and did outrageously horrible, illegal things. Nikki had gone that night, the night before his show, to, to see how the room was. And that's how 100 people lost their lives. And 200 people were horribly disfigured by this fire. I mean, they lost limbs, etc. Awful. It was horrible. And so the grief was insurmountable for us. Um, you know, everybody has their own way of dealing with it, right? Yes. I mean, I had been in the media all my life. I've been a disc jockey and a performer and a talk show host and, and done news and everything. And I guess I just kicked into talking about the horribleness of this tragic event and how it could have been avoided. All of my friends in the media, of course, were calling me to talk about it because they knew me. Right. And, and uh, we put up quite a struggle to get remuneration for some of these people, which of course you never can. Uh, and we just built this beautiful park that we had to fight to get the land for. Your son- yeah, it's been 17 years. My oh. son, what? Son. Oh, your son, Nikki. I think it's absolutely extraordinary that he wrote the play, They Walk Among Us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, it's hard when we're not face to face because you and I are both talkers. (laughs) But but when he was growing up, I mean, did did he seem like a spiritual kid or like he he always had this kind of belief? Uh, Yeah, he was always spiritual. He was uh, uh, when he was a little boy uh, and they'd go to to mass. Nikki would be asked up by the pastor and he would stand on the altar and tell a joke (laughs) at the end of the mass. But he was spiritual within himself. Uh, if you were at a party and uh, with Nikki and he saw somebody sitting in a in a corner, uh, you know, not having a good time, he would be lying to that person. He would do all that he could to make them laugh. He loved to make people laugh. Uh, he was just gregarious. Uh, he wrote all kinds of beautiful prose and poetry and the lyrics to all of his songs. As I said, he wrote 50 songs. And you would never believe that that at the time, a 16-year-old boy would write music like this or write lyrics like this. It was astounding. That's pretty great. So let's move on to the signs because I really feel just everything I've read and seen about you, that you've got that connection still. So what started happening, because obviously you're in deep grief with your family and there's nothing that can replace a person, but what started happening? that? Well, well, the the first thing that happened, the very first sign was the morning after the fire. Now, we had been up all night. We had gone back and forth to hospitals. We had gone back and forth to what I I was at a a hotel in in Rhode Island, uh, the one in uh, Warwick. I can't remember the name of it now, uh, the big hotel. Crown Plaza, maybe? Thank you, the Crown Plaza. And we, we, we were sent there to find out where Nikki was, because this was the night of, you know, it was right after the fire. And as I sat there, because of my background, I could see that they were setting up a grief counseling center. There were all of a sudden nuns, 
There were ministers that I recognized, some rabbis. There were the Red Cross came in. They were setting up tables. And my wife was in total shock. I mean, I had to literally direct her, take her by the arm and walk her places. And uh, I knew what was happening. And of course, I didn't tell her. But I knew we weren't there to find out what, you know, where Nikki was. We were there to have somebody tell us that he had passed. The next morning, I got a call from a medium, Cindy Gilman, who's in East Greenwich, Rhode Island. And she left me a message, and, the, and this is a you know cell phone, not uh, cell phone time with you know before voicemail and all that other stuff on my answering machine, and said, uh, "I heard what happened. If there's anything I can do, please let me know." So I called her, and I said, and I was surprised because we hadn't publicized about Nikki yet. Nobody knew about him, you know, except our family. And so I wondered how. And so I asked her. I said, "What are you talking about?" She said, "Well, I saw the fire on TV last night. You know, it was broadcast on television." She said, I just thought I'd come on the air and see if I could help people who had, you know, who had lost people there. And then I told her about Nikki. And she said to me, boy, I should have said something. Now, you're talking about grief and you're talking about how you are at that moment. Now, I believe in believed in mediums. And I used to have her on my radio show a lot doing readings for people. Right. Mm -hmm. So when she said that, my first thought was, oh, great. Here now I've got a medium. That's going to tell me that she knew something she had no idea of. And as you can imagine, I wasn't in a good mood that morning. No. So I hung up on her. I was infuriated. So two days later, I calmed down a little bit and I called her back to apologize for what I said. And, uh, and she said, no, no, you've got to hear this story. She said, now she stayed up most of the night watching the fire on television. And she had what she said was a vision of a charred boy who said to her, Please call my father. Please call my father. Now, she had no idea who this was. It shook her up, got her very upset. And she just went to her own personal phone book and flipped it open. And it flipped open to the K's. And my name was the only name on the two pages. So she said, well, I'll go on Dave Kane's radio show and talk about this. And we'll find out who this boy is. She had no idea it was Nikki. That's it. Wow. And that was the first sign. And then it started, and it was unbelievable. Tell us. <laughs> Go on. We all want well, to have okay. signs. Well, uh, okay. Let me see. That that same weekend, I had a show to do. I was performing. It's, it's a one-man show with an Irish Catholic priest, Father Patrick Aloysius Misgivings. <laughs> and the fire was on a Thursday. The show was on a Saturday. And we had 250 people coming to the show. Now, I'll tell you why I did the show in a minute, because that's another story. But I was setting up for the show on that Saturday morning. And in the show, I, I sing a song called He. He can turn the tide and calm the angry sea. And as I started to try to, you know, rehearse it, I fell apart. I was crying. And I said, I said to Nick, Nick, you've got to help me. You've got to help me do this. Uh, I'm not going to make it through. You've got to help me. Well, this was at an Elks Club. And just as I said that to him, some clock rang behind me on the wall. And I thought, oh, great. This clock's going to be going off during my show, you know, and messing up punchlines. And I, again, not in a good mood. And I yelled at some woman that was setting up the room. Hey, is this clock going to be going off during my show? And she yelled to the manager, Bob, did you, whatever. Well, the clock was not a clock. The Elks have a bell in their hall. And every night at 11 o'clock, whoever else is there, 
they have a drink to the Elks that have passed and somebody presses a button and rings that bell. Nobody pressed the button that morning. So as soon as I asked Nikki for the help, that bell rang. Okay. Now, I know you talk about mediums a lot here, of course, and you talk about grief and you talk about, let me tell you a story that, that I think you'll really, are you familiar with Robert Brown? I'm not. Robert Brown is an international medium. He's from England. And our son, Chris, Nikki's brother, Chris, found one of his books at uh, Barnes and Noble, and he brought it home to his mother. The name of the book, by the way, is We Are Eternal by Robert Brown. This was the only book that gave my wife any solace. It was the only book that helped her. Dave, we have to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll find out what happened. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash shades. Every eight minutes, the American Red Cross brings help and hope to people in need. 
Thanks to the support of everyday heroes like you, the Red Cross is able to respond to disasters big and small, support military families, help ensure that blood is available when needed, and teach life-saving skills like CPR and first aid. Be a hero. Donate today. Visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. Tired of thinning hair and not so thrilled with the options to reverse it? After 10 years of extensive research, Dr. Nathan Newman is proud to introduce Reveal. Easy to apply Reveal works great on men and women and is used in the comfort of your home. Applied morning and evening. Free of parabens, sulfates, silicones, and dyes, Dr. Newman uses stem cell technology and natural ingredients in this revolutionary product. It's the only product that can be used for men and women without having to worry about side effects on your heart. It wasn't a accidental discovery. It was really made for the hair, so it doesn't have all the side effects that all the other products that we had. Because it was made for the hair, it really has very good effect very quickly. You will see the changes in your hair, not in two years, but you will see it within two or three months. You will see that it's thicker, is more lustrous, better. And the more you use it, the more it will continue to benefit and maintain the hair because it's a fight against our genetics and against the hormonal changes that we get. Once you start using it and you see the benefit, you want to maintain it by continuing to use it. Reveal is a luxury home care system applied twice daily that is as good a treatment as you would find at the most exquisite salons at a fraction of the price. And only at HealthyLooking.com can you get Reveal with free smart delivery shipping. Simply enter discount code GEORGE. Time to return to a fuller looking head of hair with Reveal from HealthyLooking.com or by phone 24-7 at 800-604-3129. 800-604-3129. Genuine Reveal is not available in stores. Order today at HealthyLooking.com. Reveal. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Heard on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are with Dave Kane, author of 41 Signs of Hope. Now, Dave, you were just talking about your wife getting the book called We Are Eternal. What happened next? She was reading it one night and uh, in bed, and she got tired, so she put the book down on the floor. She took her glasses off, put the glasses on the book, fell asleep. The next morning, she woke up, looked down to make sure she didn't step on her glasses, and on the book and her glasses was a giant white feather. Now, we don't have a down comforter, right? This is, we don't know where this thing came from. Mm-hmm. Now we feel, we, we call them angel feathers. You, people do get them a lot. Yes. And so she said, that's it. I've got to go see Robert Brown. So she wrote to him, not telling any details, of course. She wrote to him. And about a week later, his secretary called us and said that we could have his first appointment when he came in from from England on the first weekend in October. And we, of course, took it. We were excited uh, in New York. We were great, except the first weekend in September, I had two heart attacks. Oh, geez. And quadruple bypass surgery. And a month later, I'm on Amtrak going to New York. A month later, 
to see this guy because we wanted to see him. Mm-hmm. And for an hour, this man told us stuff not only could he not know, he told us stuff we didn't know. There's video of this fire on the internet, and you can see where Nikki is in the fire, and that's another whole thing. But he thought we were from 9 11 when he got the feeling that mm-hmm. he thought we were from 9 11. So for an hour, he told us where Nikki was standing. He told us a story that Nikki stopped and tried to help a woman who had thrown herself on the floor in panic. And three years later, I met a woman who survived the fire, and she told me the exact same story about Nick. At the end of the reading, Robert Brown said to us, your son, he looked at me and said, your son wants me to tell you one more thing. He wants me to tell you that the show must go on. Now, what he didn't know, what only my wife and I knew, is that the very last time Nikki and I were together was the night before the fire. I was giving him a ride to his girlfriend's house. His band was going to open for Great White on Friday, and I found out he wasn't getting much money for the gig. And I was, you know, teasing him. I said, you know, Nick, it's show business. Got to get your bucks. If you do it for free, they'll let you. And he laughed and smiled and rolled his eyes at me. And when we got to his girlfriend's house, I said, honey, I didn't mean to pick on you, but I don't know why you'd sell God's talent so short. And he gave me a hug and a kiss. He said, Dad, because the show must go on. And got out of the car. Wow. So the very last words my son spoke to me were told to me by Robert Brown in New York. Mm-hmm. And we knew without a doubt that this was Nick. There is no doubting it. Unbelievable. It's Nick. Would you like some more? Yes, I would. <laughs> We've got the time. I'm on okay. the edge of my um, seat. <laughs> okay. Are, are you familiar? Uh, well, uh, how about this one? Are you familiar with EVPs? I sure am. Yes. Well, Electronic uh, voice phenomena. Right. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know how much of your audience is. is uh, you might want to give a little overview. Basically, to... basically what it is is that people all around the world collect the voices of people who have passed. Uh, they send messages. They say things. And they catch them on tape or on digital, and and they have them. We got one, uh, my wife went to see Maureen Hancock. Uh, um, she's had a national TV show for a while. Mm-hmm. And she's great. She is good. Do you know Maureen? I know her sort of. I've, I've she channels her, Nikki. But... Unbelievable. Oh. Yeah, she's really great. Now I just lost my training. Oh, EVPs. EVPs. So Joanne and Maureen had a session, and Maureen said, do you ever hear Nikki call you? And she said, well, sometimes I think I do in the house. She said, well, this time he's telling me that he's going to call you and there'll be no mistaking it. And on the tape of that session, Chris, our archivist, Chris, listened to the tape. And right at that point when she talks about Nikki calling his mom, you hear a little boy's voice say, mommy, like that. Now, that got written up in a journal of people who do this, EVP journal. And a woman contacted me from Southern California by email, and she said, Mr. Kane, I think your son is sending me EVPs. And my first response, Sandra, was nutburger. Yes. <laughs> here <laughs> we funny. go. Boy, here we go. Now they're coming out of the woodwork, right? Right, right. But you know, I never turn anything down, and I never turn my back on anything. And so I contacted her, and she had sent me one EVP that you've heard them, Sandra, right? Yes. That, yeah. They're like shortwave radio broadcasts. They wobble and they're tough to sometimes. 
and you have to have a good ear. You know what it's like? It's like when you look at that picture with all the colored dots on it and you're supposed to see the submarine, <laughs> right. you know, and I can never see the submarine. I, I compare it to learning a foreign language. If you don't know the language, you're not going to pick up on it. You really have exactly. to fine tune yeah. your ears. Yes. Yeah. Right, you got to hear it. It's like someone with an accent. It, it, it's a whole deal thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she sent me one that said, Joe's Nick's mom. Joanne, my wife, Joe's Nick's mom. Okay. Then we had another one, which I got to chat about in a minute, which is you hear her, whoever this woman's voice say, Nicholas O'Neill, like that. Like it's his turn to talk. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's people a circle, and maybe there's a microphone in the middle, right. you know, and they called his name. That So I didn't know what that was about, but that was tough. Then on a Sunday morning, I get, a, I get up before my wife, and I'm online, and I, there's an email from this woman. And she said to me, please tell me if this is your son. And I clicked on it, and it's God is my witness, Sandra, and I will send you a, a be glad to send you the copy of this. It is Nikki's voice. It is absolutely Nikki's voice. And he says, mom and dad, this is Nick. Wow. It's astounding. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you one of my favorite. Stop me anywhere you want. No, we've way, got know. the time. I'm just sitting okay, here with good. my coffee and we're not in any hurry. There's a lot of people that are grieving the physical loss of yes. somebody listening right now. And these stories give hope of what's I possible. Hope so. yeah. They do. Yeah. So as yeah. many okay. as you want to share. Oh, I, I've got a ton of them. I got a book full. Here's one of my favorite stories. Uh, when I do my presentation, and I do presentations to hospice organizations and to college nurse death and dying classes, I explain to them that when, even in hospice or even in just, you know, in the nursing uh, profession, someone is about to pass and they see their Aunt Tilly, you know, mm-hmm. and somebody says, oh, you know, it must be the medication. And my job is to say, no, 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 it's not their medication. It's their Aunt Tilly. That's right. They're coming to brush you over, to be with you. And so I'm trying to educate uh, health workers so they will have an appreciation for it and be able to spread that to the the patient's family who may be standing there, you know, and say, you know, this is not the medication. So anyway, uh, the thing that drove my wife crazy was that Nikki may have suffered in the blaze. It drove her crazy. And every medium we went to, Maureen Hancock, Cindy Gilman, Robert Brown, Lisa Powers, they all said the same thing. No pain. That was the phrase they used, no pain. When we asked them, they'd say no pain. When they, we didn't ask them, Robert Brown, we didn't even ask him, and he said no pain. So this had gone on, but still every once in a while, I mean, it's his mom. Joanne couldn't let go of it almost. And one year, about seven or eight years ago now, we would we were tagging a Christmas tree and we were doing it. And that day, um, Joanne was, you know, in that mode about worrying that he suffered. She was tearing again. She was, you know, mm-hmm. and being the kind, gentle, loving husband that I am, I was screaming at her. <laughs> right. Yeah. What is the matter with you? When are you going to get it? How many times is this kid going to tell you he doesn't want you sad? He doesn't want you crying. He wants you to know that he is well and safe and felt no pain. Remember? No pain. Everybody told us, Cindy Gilman, no pain. We get in the car. We're going up the hill from the Christmas tree farm. 
And I don't know why, but I said to her, for God's sakes, Joanne, what do you want this kid to do? Put it in writing. And as soon as I said that, a car coming from the other direction had the vanity plate, no pain. No kidding. Oh, my God. Now, that was owned by an anesthesiologist who lives in Lincoln, Rhode Island. Uh, I was able to get his name, and I called him, and he gave us permission to use the, the image of his, his license plate in my book. And in, in the movie, there's a movie, by the way, 41, about Nick, an award-winning documentary. Fantastic. And, and so there's a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of these signs, don't you think, a lot of these signs, you can write it off to coincidence. Yes, of course. A lot of these signs, you think, oh, well, it just happened. Uh, oh, big deal. So what? I could do that, too. And blah, 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 all of the denial that goes on around this stuff. But it got so big that I finally had to write a book. It, I mean, there are tons and tons and tons of stories. Under my bed, uh, my wife, had, uh, under our bed, has a box of journals with all kinds of stories. And I just thought of a really good one. Okay. And now this is a little convoluted, so stay with me. Well, okay? we love convoluted around here. Okay, because so. I mean, it kind of goes ever as the tinker the chance in. Okay. All right. For years, I had, I say for years, many times, I had a guest on my radio show, uh, Susan Apple on her name is, and she was a co-author of the book, uh, Life, uh, second book, Life After Life. She helped write that. And she was on my show several times. Now, Susan is a, she calls herself an intuitive and not a medium, mm -hmm. but she's a medium. But anyway, she, she calls herself an intuitive, but she's also a psychologist. Now, now hang on to this, right? Okay. A couple comes to her in her capacity as a psychologist and their marriage is falling apart because their son committed suicide. Mm -hmm. It's, of course, nearly destroyed them. And one day after several sessions, one day the, the husband confesses or admits or, or tells that he thinks he's losing his mind because he is imagining that his son is sending him signs. So Susan says, no, 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 you're not crazy. You're not. No, 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 you're not. This is real. This is real. You've got to talk to my friend Dave Kane. The husband says, no, I don't want to talk to anybody. Shut her right down. Wouldn't talk to her. A few months later, the wife drags the husband to a medium in Philadelphia. And in that session, their kid comes through like gangbusters. He's given social security numbers. <laughs> you know, he's designing people. I mean, he's, I mean, they know this is their boy, like we had with Robert Brown. We'll be right back. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't go anywhere. There's more Shades of the Afterlife coming right up. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. 
we do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. My name is Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com. Over five years ago, George Norrie approached me with a unique concept, a dating site for people searching for someone with interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal. From that, ParanormalDate.com was born. It's a unique site for unique people, and it's free to join to look around. If you want to upgrade and enjoy more of our great features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. So check it out. You got nothing to lose. ParanormalDate.com. We're happy to let you know that our Coast to Coast AM official YouTube channel has now reached 300,000 subscribers. You can listen to the first hour of recent and past shows all for free. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and hit the YouTube icon at the top of the page. This is free show audio, so don't wait. coasttocoastam.com is where you want to be. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are with Dave Kane. Now, Dave, you're just saying that this couple had an extraordinary medium reading that they knew it was their son coming through. They know it beyond a doubt that this is their boy. And at the end of the session, this medium says, by the way, I want you to know there was somebody else with him. There was a young man who helped him come through, and the boy's name is Nicholas. Now, they don't know who Nicholas is because, you know, Susan never got that far. Mm -hmm. So they go back to Susan a couple of weeks later and they tell her the whole story. And then they mention this thing about Nicholas. She said, that's the boy. (laughs) That's the boy I'm telling you about. So now it's over. My wife comes home and I say, wait till you hear this story. And I tell her the story. And my wife says to me, what is his name? What is his name? I didn't know why she's asking me that. I said, "Okay, his name is Eric Stark. She said, oh, wow. I said, wow, what? She said, the last dream that I had when I woke up today was about Anya. Now, Anya was a little girl that my wife used to have in daycare. Anya's last name was Stark. Her father's name was Eric. So here's Nikki telling his mom that he was the the Nikki in that other Eric Stark's reading. How cool is that? It's so cool. And you're just making me think here. Everyone should keep a journal. And we we chalk these things up to our imagination, but you start, you know, and our mind doesn't want to remember these things. I I think it's constantly looking for 
guilt and fear and worry and all those things, but write them down as they happen. Yeah. And yeah. then you'll start maybe seeing commonalities and the thread here. And now, one of the things I think that keeps people from uh, investing in this or buying this, and this is what I call the Santa syndrome. The Santa syndrome is when you were a little girl or uh, you were told about Santa Claus. That's right. And then you find out, well, maybe not. Yeah. And then you're told about the Easter bunny. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, well, no. And then the tooth fairy. That's right? right. And so what happens is, especially men, the men are afraid to invest for fear. It isn't true. Everybody wants it to be true. Nobody doesn't want it to be true. But they are so afraid that there's nothing after this. Yes. They are so afraid that they're going to be sucking into something. And what I tell people, and maybe somebody who's listening to me right now needs to hear this. You're in this room, you're listening to me talk. If I'm wrong and you die and there's nothing, it won't matter. But if I'm right and you don't invest in this, you will spend the next 30, 40, 50 years of your life not having any hope, any calm, any peace, any faith. And you'll step over the line and say, damn, Cain was right. That's right. And I wasted all those years doubting, Mm -hmm. fearing etc. Invest in it. Open up. Think of the possibilities. It can be. The last thing in Nikki's play, Grace the Angel says to the boy they're trying to help, in the end, everything, and I do mean everything, is going to be just fine. And the last line in the, in the play is, do not fear to hope. And we put that on Nikki's headstone. Oh, that's so nice. So, Open yourself to it. Don't be afraid. You're not crazy. You're not imagining it. These people are trying to let you know what Nikki let people know, that there is nothing to fear, that in the end, you will be loved unconditionally, beautifully, and you'll be safe. Everything that we've experienced from this experience has been of a positive, loving, wonderful, supportive nature. I agree. A hundred percent. And a lot of the scary stuff that we hear about is TV shows that, you know, get some more time on TV and all that. You know, it's yeah fictitious. And uh, well, I don't believe in negative. I don't believe in negative spirit. No, I don't give it any credence. I don't allow it. When I get questions about it in my talk, I tell them, forget about it. It's not going to happen. It doesn't happen. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And some of the best teachers, and even Arthur Finley College, I don't know if you're familiar, in the UK yeah. has taught mediumship for long, 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 long time. And no, no on the negative. And the way our human beings, we exist is what we focus on tends to appear. If you're going on a trip to Hawaii, next thing you're going to notice is everybody's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. If we think about something negative, our minds can create it, but it's our minds. It's not the afterlife. It's not them. It's, it's us. Well, my wife and I were driving to a show one time in Connecticut. It had to be 80 degrees outside. Maybe mm-hmm. it was 80. Actually, it was 83, I think. And we're going by and there's a, there's a bank building and it had one of those big clocks outside with yes. the temperature and the time. We went by the clock and went from 83 to 41. No kidding. <laughs> and then it went back. Right. My wife was driving home and it was a radar unit there. She was right behind the car and that car went by. It was 25. She was right behind him, same speed. It went to 41 and then went away. 
Your boy, uh, I'm sure he is looking for the most creative ways. We keep our sense of humors and our personalities and all that. And I'm sure he's very busy helping other people, maybe young people, cross as well. I mean, it just seems like he's he's busy. I want to tell you this other story. I don't think it'll have the impact it does if I showed you the picture. But the year uh, that Nikki passed, it came to be his brother Chris's birthday. Chris was obsessed with videotaping Nikki at every part of his life. That year, it came to be his birthday, and and he asked for a new video camera. I wanted to get a, a Sony because I'm a big spender. Uh, well, they're $10 more, but that's okay. And my wife said, no, no, he wants a Samsung. I said, okay, so we get him a Samsung. And we're all in the car going to the restaurant. There's about six of us in the car. So he takes out his camera, and he and he starts opening his, his the box. Every year when it was Chris's birthday, he'd let Nikki blow out his candles. Oh, sweet. It was a tradition they had. Right. So Chris is taking the camera out. He's opening and he says to his mom, I guess this year I have to blow out my own candles. And on the top of the box inside was a brochure from Samsung. And he opened it up. And on the cover of the brochure was a picture, giant picture of a little boy blowing out the candles on a birthday cake. Oh. Now that's pretty cool. Yes. Here's the part where I wish I could show you. The boy is a dead ringer for Nikki. So much so, in my presentation, I have a picture of Nikki about a year when a year older than that boy standing at a, at a birthday cake, and they're identical. The faces are identical. So much so that my wife was convinced that this was from, of Nikki from a, a Disney cruise that we went on. Well, for six years, I chased Samsung. It took me six years to find somebody who would actually talk to me because they were afraid that they had run a picture of my son without permission and they were going to have to pay money. Mm -hmm. Finally, I got a hold of an executive who had the brilliance to listen to me for a minute. The following Tuesday morning at 11.41, I got a call from this photographer. He said, Mr. Kane, we took these pictures uh, in San Diego to have a, you know, birthday pictures. He said, I will send these to you and you can see all the pictures. Because they wanted to prove to me it wasn't my son on a Disney cruise. When I got the pictures in none of the other pictures, does Nikki look like this boy as he does in this one picture from that shoot? Happy birthday, Chris. <laughs> that is just amazing. There's so much more here, and we're blocking it all. And that's the serious importance of it, to let people know your loved ones don't die. I never say die. I say past. Yes. I never say die. Here's another thing, by the way. Now, we had to teach ourselves. We talk about Nikki in present tense. You can, you can order a pizza, and as you're eating, you say, boy, Nikki used to love this pizza. Nikki still loves this pizza. Mm hmm we are acknowledging that we believe he is still with us always. That's right. And so we always have a place for Nikki. We should do all do this. It's more than keeping a memory alive as they are alive. Yeah, you just it's can't not see keeping them. a memory. Right. It's not a memory. It's, people say, oh, we're going to have a memorial. Bull crap. He's here. right here. Right. I mean, a memorial. He's here. See, this, this is how we've been trained. That's we've right. been trained. We say lost. The only reason I use the word lost is so people will know what I'm talking about. That's right. But we have been trained. You know, 
Do you remember the comedian Bobcat Goldthwait? Yes, yes. Bobcat Goldthwait, I say this in my in my show. It's all about lost. If you lost your car keys, would you look for them? That's I mean, come perfect. on, right? Yes. I mean, come on. You, you you can't find your glasses. You're walking all over the house. What? You're not looking for your son. Mm-hmm. You're not looking for your mom. You're not staying open. Bobcat Goldthwait in his act used to say, "I lost my job." He didn't say, "I lost my." He said, "Well, I didn't lose it. I know where it is. It's just when I go there, somebody else is doing it." Right. <laughs> And then after in his act, he says, I lost my girl. He said, well, I didn't lose her. I know where she is. But just when I go there, somebody else is, well, never mind. Right. You know? yeah. yeah. And this is why we have been trained to talk in past tense. We have been trained to look up when we say, I know you're there, mom. You're looking up and she's standing behind you. You're looking up and she's holding your hand. This is how we have been trained. And this is the problem that stands in the way of people rethinking. They've got to learn to rethink. They've got to act. First, think about it. You know, in in scripture, it says, act as if ye had faith. Well, act as if ye believe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Act and speak. Talk to your loved one. My wife will talk to Nikki out loud no matter where she is. If she feels him, she'll just talk to him. We talk to him all the time. I know he's in this room with me right now. He leads me to people. He has brought us to people. Let me give you an example. Uh, John Land is an author, thriller writer, okay? okay? And he's from Rhode Island. He read about Nikki, and he contacted us, and we showed him Nikki's play that I told you about, They Walk Among Us. Mm -hmm. He wanted to expand the play into a feature-length motion picture, and he asked permission to be able to do something. So we said, sure, of course. So he added... Several characters and subplots and da da da. When Chris looked at the play, when he his first script of the film, excuse me, John added people in his film. The character names were all people in Nikki's life, and John never knew Nikki. John knew nothing about Nikki until he met us. We need to take a quick break, but I want to remind everyone that the spirit world uses our imagination, and we all have psychic abilities, so it's no wonder Nikki told him about names to use in the movie. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Internet is an extraordinary resource that links our children to a world of information, experiences, and ideas. It can also expose them to risk. Teach your children the basic safety rules of the virtual world. Our children are everything. Do everything for them. With age, women and men have issues with fine lines, wrinkles, under-eye bags, crepey skin on the neck, and aging on the hands. Dr. Nathan Newman has developed Luminess for amazing results treating these issues with his stem cell-based formula, APT200. Try Luminess today with our postage-paid starter kit for only $19.99, available exclusively at HealthyLooking.com. Join thousands of satisfied customers using Luminess. Learn more at HealthyLooking.com. The best afterlife information you can get while you're alive. Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're talking to the author of 41 Signs of Hope, Dave Kane. Dave, we were just talking about how our friends in the afterlife use our imagination to get through to us. And I have to tell you, I'm really enjoying our conversation. Well, I hope so, because I'm doing the best I can here. You're and, doing and, fabulous. Tell us about your book, because now, obviously, in an hour, we can't go all through right. all the signs. Well, we but we have the book. Where can well, we find all, it? Say, 41 yeah, Signs of well, Hope. You can get it online. You can get it from uh, Amazon. Okay. Uh, it's a Kindle book, and it's a, got a hard copy as mm-hmm. well. It's called 41 Signs of Hope. And basically, it's a very simple read. It's not a big book. It's a thin book, because... Once I gave all these examples, having more stories from Nick would kind of be redundant for the purpose that I wrote the book. I wrote the book so people would think about it, so people would get validation, so they'd realize they're not imagining things, that it's real. And Nikki's signs are huge. They're like billboard, as you can see. I'm sure that you, you feel that, all the people you've interviewed. I mean, this is unbelievable. And people say to me, well, I don't get signs. Well, you do get signs, but you're not realizing it. You're not acknowledging them. You're not seeing them. License plates are a big thing. Mm -hmm. Numbers at the right time. Songs, music. You're driving to Stop and Shop, and you think about your Aunt Tilly, and when you walk in the Stop Shop, 
her favorite song is playing on the music. Mm-hmm. That's her saying she's thinking of you. But you go, oh, wow, isn't that it? I was just talking about her. Okay, and then you, you go go to the Kumquats or something. I mean, it, it, you, we got to train ourselves. So the name of the book is 41 Signs of Hope. And you can get it on Amazon as a Kindle or as a hardcover book. Also, there is the movie. It's an award-winning documentary called 41. This is not the one about George Bush. This is the other one. Okay. And it is it, you see Nikki from in the movie. You see him from the time he's wearing the forty one on his cap to moments before he passes. We have the video of the fire inside. You can see as the fire begins and the camera pans to the left. You can see Nikki in the front row, standing right at the stage. Uh, we know exactly where he was, and. It is amazing to watch this boy. And all of the time that Chris videotaped him, you see him on stage. You see him performing. He was a terrific actor. Uh, you see him. It, it, it just it, It's a great movie. It's almost two hours, and it's worth every moment of it. Very good. Uh, and I'm not doing it to sell because I have no piece of the 41. No. I don't, you know, while I produce it, you know, help produce it. But, I mean, that motion picture is owned by a company that gets money, and that's fine. I wanted to get the story out. That's right. That's right. And now your new book, Your Stories. The new book is going to be 41 Signs of Hope, Your Stories. And I want people to write to me and just tell me their story. And then I may contact them to get details of the details. For instance, if your dad was a baseball player or really into baseball, you know, and uh, suddenly uh, you walk out of your house and there's there's a baseball bat on your front lawn, you know, I need to know that that baseball had a significant part in your loved one's life. So I can give a little background so that the story will have the impact. You want to give as much impact to the story as possible and validation as possible. So I'll edit a little bit in the sense of for presentation, you know, but I want to make sure these people read it and then feel, oh, yeah, that's the story. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So that people reading it will get like they do out of 41 Signs of Hope get the the lift. And and I even hesitate to say I wrote the book. I didn't write this book. I didn't write this book any more than a reporter writes down that there was a car accident. Right? Mm-hmm. I am just telling the stories as they happened. This is not a novel. It's a rendition uh, and a telling of the real story. Wonderful. What's the best way to contact you if somebody has a story? Very simple. Um, all of my contact information is at davecane.net. It's K-A-N-E, Dave, K-A-N-E.net. Feel free to write to me. Feel free to call me. My phone number's there. Uh, I did an, an interview with Bob Olson uh, on YouTube three years ago. I'm still hearing from people from all over the world. That's right. Afterlife TV. It's a great one. Yeah, well, I, I did it with him. I think it's almost four years now. And I have heard from Sweden and England and Germany and Japan and you name it. I've heard from people and so many of these people. Now, you know, I got to tell you, if I dreamt about my son, I would say I dreamt about my son. People are writing to me or calling me and saying, I dreamt about my son and your son was in the dream. We have been told by so many mediums. And here's another thing to check out, by the way. So many mediums have told us the very same thing that other mediums have told us. <laughs> you know, you cross-check, right. right? So after we went to Robert Brown in New York, our son Chris went to see him 
in Long Island. We went, we went to Manhattan to see him. And several weeks later, he went to Long Island. And Robert Brown didn't know that we were related in any way. Didn't even think of us. And Robert Brown told him almost the identical stuff he told us about Nikki. I mean, it was unbelievable that this kid was really here. So people need to know that it's real. And the book is just meant to do that for you. The new book, I want you to feel free to contact me, send me your stories, and I'll do what I can. It might take a little while because I got a feeling I'm going to get my door knocked on quite a bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Oh, I ring to too. <laughs> yeah, about the, the Bob Olson thing. I mean, I'm getting calls in the middle of the night from different time zones yes. <laughs> around the world, you know. Now, that was brought to me. All of the people that have been brought to me, to our family, to help us, uh, people like Bob Olson and Robert Brown and, and Maureen Hancock, etc. Right. Very interesting. Very cool. And I want people to know. Have we got another minute? We do. And then um, I'm going to ask you for some closing words. And then okay. also some closing words that you think Nikki would say to give people a little hope about life. Sure. Um, I, I just wanted to mention that um, Maureen Hancock, you know, we're all talking about Nick and we're talking about, you know, we're talking about mediumship. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about mediumship. My stun. When we went to see Maureen Hancock, Maureen Hancock is, of course, doing great things now. And she has always done free readings for parents who have lost a child. Mm-hmm. Now it's been very tough because there's so many requests, etc. But when we went to her, and I'm just it's about mediumship. When we went to her, we sat down. We didn't know her. She didn't know us. And she looked at me and said, Joe came through. Joe wants to talk to you. And I said, me? She said, yeah, there's a Joe here. There's a Joe here. I, I pointed at my wife. My wife is Joanne. Her father is Joseph. Her brother is Joseph, mm-hmm. right? And I'm pointing to her. I'm saying, no, no, it's her. She said, no, it's you. And I said, oh, okay. And she said, and I said, I don't know who that is. And she said, well, let me see what I can do. And then she said to me, Vietnam. Well, my friend Joe was killed in Vietnam. But here's the thing. The day before, I happened to have happened. I happened to have come on his obituary in my papers. And I showed it to Joanne. And I said, look, this is Joe that I tell you about all the time. And when we go to see Maureen Hancock, that's who shows up first in the reading. Is that stunning? Incredible. I mean, so I just want to let people know, you know, it's real. It happens. The only thing I will tell you is what what I say at the end of my presentation is uh, there's a great writing called Death is Nothing at All. Yes. Uh, Look it up. Uh, You can get on the internet, I'm sure. Death is Nothing at All. I am I and you are you. What we were to each other, we still are. And this is what Nikki would tell you, how we will laugh at the sorrow we had when we realized that all of this is is really nothing. We're all safe. We're all loved. We're all going to be just fine. As Nikki's place said, in the end, everything, and I do mean everything, is going to be just fine. And that's Nikki's story. And as Nikki would say, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Beautiful. Dave, thank you from the bottom of all of our hearts for being our guest today. Thank you for listening and thank you for giving me the opportunity. I'm really thrilled to to be with you. Uh, Let's do it again down the road sometime. Maybe when we get the book up and running, the other book, we can do something. I love that idea. And for parents listening, there's also a great organization. Maureen Hancock was just recently gave a free demonstration with them called HelpingParentsHeal.org. 
And they're just amazing, just amazing. It's much more than grief support because they wholeheartedly embrace the reality of the afterlife. And they do helping parents what? Helping parents heal. Heal.org. They're absolutely great. And uh, maybe you can speak with them sometime. I can set that up. Oh, absolutely. That's why I'm writing it down here. I didn't know about this. I have all the connections you need. I know you do. I know you do. And thank you to Dave Kane. And, of course, you can look at his website, davekane.net. Now, before we close this episode, we've got a couple minutes left. And I want to just talk about grief. We have no choice when we grieve, no matter what we know about it, no matter what we've read about it, when we have any kind of a loss, even if it's before someone passes or it's a change of life, like you lose your job. Many of us have had grief when coronavirus hit the world. There's so many different reasons we grieve. Our body goes into this autopilot and it tries to get comfortable again with our new surroundings. When we love, we actually have a chemical connection in our bodies to people, to things. And unfortunately, when that tie is severed, we grieve. The more we love, the more it hurts. There are some really horrendous figures of people who have had a personal loss, who drop into grief, drop into depression, and end up ending their own lives. And I am out to stop that. With education, it doesn't take all the pain away, but it really helps. I want to offer anyone who's interested not only a free copy of my book, We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death, but a free copy of an audio called How to Survive Grief. You can go to my website, which is wedontdie.com, scroll down, and it says join my insiders club. That's my email list. And when you join, you get those things. Chapter 10 of my book is How to Survive Grief. Very, very important. So in closing, my name is Sandra Champlain. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. You've been listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.